This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Ann Romer, and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. We have a great show for you today, starting with Grand River Raceway's Chad Rosema. Chad is raceway manager for the storied Alora Racetrack, now deep into its 2023 harness racing season. This coming Monday, the track will host four eliminations, two for the Battle of Waterloo and two for the Battle of the Bell Stakes. The finals of each will be contested at the 34th edition of Industry Day on holiday Monday, that's August the 7th. It remains the signature day of the Grand River racing season. Woodbine trainer Steve Owens joins us for the first time on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Steve is having what you would call a workmanlike season with five winners in 17 starts so far. That's a winning percentage of 33%. Wow. And he also has an in-the-money percentage of 60%. Steve, over his career, has trained the winners of more than $10.6 million lifetime. Tomorrow could be a really big day for Steve Owens with two stakes events at Woodbine. Also on the show, Canadian Thoroughbred Horse Society Ontario's director, Deborah Errett, joins us. On August the 30th, CTHS Ontario will be hosting its annual Thoroughbred Yearling Sale, where the finest Ontario-bred yearlings will be proud and purchased. This is going to be one fascinating discussion. And finally, he's back. My wonderful co-host, Larry Simpson, will once again try to sniff out some potential betting gems at Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and other North American tracks racing today with our Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. It's going to be a great show. Please get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready for some heavy-duty action. When we come back, Larry Simpson will join us with our new show feature called In Case You Missed It, Ponies 24-7's recap of the week that was in horse racing news, sponsored by RS Bulk Propane. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA provides members and their hardworking employees with medical insurance, pensions, benevolence, negotiations with racetracks and government and provides vital industry information to the horse people. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, 
Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Ann Romer. Let me introduce you to a man who needs no introduction, my co-host Larry Simpson, and our In Case You Missed It, a look at the week that was in horse racing news and sponsored by RS Bulk Propane. Big weekend last weekend, beginning with the Haskell. Yeah, the $1 million Haskell was at Monmouth Park and uh, in uh, New Jersey, and it saw the return of Kentucky Derby winner Mage. And uh, Mage raced pretty well. Um, he finished second, and I think, you know, his trainer thought he'd perform well. They didn't know whether he was tight enough to, to actually win the race. The, the race was actually won by a horse called Go Rocket Ride, ridden by friend of the show Mike Smith. And uh, Mage was, uh, was a close second in that race, but uh, uh, Go Rocket Ride uh, really performed well. And now they're talking about, uh, well, that, with that win with Go Rocket Ride, it gets an automatic uh, berth to the uh, Breeder, $6 million Breeders' Cup Classic at Santa Anita in November. So it's going to be interesting what race Go Rocket Ride goes to, goes to. Uh, before the Breeders' Cup, and we'll see what's going to happen with Mage. Now, and it, what will happen with Mage? So second is not first. That's right. That's right. But, uh, you know, considering that was uh, his first start in, in, you know, about a month or so, and I, I don't think they had the screws tight enough for, for them to really push the horse. So. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And then we talk about last Sunday, Woodbine Oaks and the King's Plate Trials. What, that was just fantastic. Yeah, it was a great day of racing. A lot of stakes races. Unfortunately, the weather didn't uh, cooperate because it was uh, just torrential downpours uh, uh, throughout the day. But you had the uh, the uh, uh, King's Plate uh, trial, and it was won by a horse by the name of Paramount Prince, trained by friend of the show Mark Cassie. Yes. And then in the uh, Woodbine Oaks, there was a horse by the name of Alicia Field that won. Who tra- who trained Wood- him? Uh, Mark Cassie. Oh, yeah, funny so that. it was a it was a it was a big day for <laughs> Mark for Cassie, and so now it'll be interesting to see uh, whether Paramount Prince and Alicia Field. You know, how they're going to advance, um, you know, if uh, they'll both be in the uh, the king's plate or not. But that that's a call that, uh, it's a nice call that Mark is going to have to make. Yeah, a great day for Mark Cassie. It and was. The, and the future looks rosy for him, that is for sure. And that's In Case You Missed It, sponsored by RS Bulk Propane on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Are you looking for a reliable propane supplier for your home or business? Look no further than RS Bulk Propane. Canadian-owned and family-operated. With our premium propane solutions, you'll experience warmth like never before. We offer competitive prices, automated deliveries, and exceptional customer service. Don't let the cold get the best of you. Stay cozy with RS Bulk Propane. Visit rspropane.com or call us today at 855-225-0225. What a thrill for us. Grand Rivers Raceway Manager Chad Rosema joins us again on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Big stretch of time coming up for him, including this Monday night, the storied Alora Racetrack will be hosting two eliminations for its signature events, the Battle of Waterloo and the Battle of the Bells. Chad, welcome back to Ponies 24-7. Always good to have you with us. I'm very excited about what's happening Monday night. Yeah, as as am I and everybody uh, in the industry, I think, and of course at Grand River. But uh, yeah, first off, Anna and Larry, thanks for having me back. Uh, always a great time, and I get an opportunity to chat some horse racing with you guys. And as as you know, we're 
we're in full swing. I mean, we're just about at the midway point of our meet already. I can't believe how quickly it's going. But now as we gear up for our signature industry day program, Coming up on uh, August the 7th, uh, we've got, yeah, in a couple of days, the elimination. I was hoping, to be honest with you, that we would have drawn, um, you know, some, some more rookies for both the Battle of Waterloo presented by Winback Farms and the Battle of the Bells. But it is what it is. The good news is, once the eliminations are complete, we'll still have, you know, full fields of nine to contest uh, for those rich finals on August 7th. So why do you think you only got an, enough for two eliminations? Uh, is, is there races elsewhere, maybe at uh, Woodby Mohawk Park, that conflicted or what? Or just not enough rookies? Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I don't think there's a shortage of rookies. I'm seeing quite a few of them around, but yeah. there's a handful of them that are going some pretty wicked speed right now, and that could have just scared some guys off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do have uh, you know a, a couple of real good ones in there. I thought maybe Scott McEnany possibly dropped his in the box, which scared some off, but he did not. Um, and it's also, you know what, half mile racing in the summertime for two year olds that are going to be asked to go some pretty good speed. It can, it can be hard, yeah. um, on horses. So as you guys know, we're going to the five eights next season. I think that's going to make this race just that much better. And I think it's going to attract even more, uh, you know, horse people, uh, you know, willing to race in, in events like this, because it won't be, it won't be that taxing on a horse as, as it would be, let's say on a half mile. Especially with the weather that we've been having, it's inclement, yeah. it's hot, it's humid. I'm not sure what the weather prediction is for Monday night, but I know cooler air is is among us right now. It's in our vision this Saturday mm-hmm. today, and that helps. But the other part of this is, what are you looking for Monday night, and who have you got your eye on? It's not that I specifically have my eye on anybody. I mean, I love the two-year-olds because I love trying to see, you know, who the the future stars are going to be or or predicting, or, you know, maybe we've got an exciting new sire or or whatever it may be. But most of all, to be honest with you, as you guys know, I came from from Woodbine Entertainment. So just to see a lot of old friends of mine that, you know, I still keep in touch with, but to see the Doug McNairs and the James McDonald's and the Bob McClure's, you know, show up to our racetrack, I like to see that. It's great for the betting. It just gets more eyes on the product. So, you know, just to see these guys, you know, come, come, you know, the, the best drivers in Canada come and drive at our track on, on Monday. And, and then, of course, to come back on the Industry Day program is, is just going to make the product that much stronger. Before we talk about Industry Day uh, next week and, and the significance of it to, uh, to the racetrack and that, you alluded to the fact about the build-out into a 5 eighths mile track for Grand River yep. next year. How's that coming along? Good. I know that they just ran kind of some test holes and stuff. Uh, they're gearing up because, so August 7th, again, we've got Industry Day. Well, a week after that, we actually commence the project. Uh, the, you know, the start of it as far as actual construction. There will be a lot of site work, a lot of dirt to move on the outer portion of the racetrack, and that's what they'll start doing things like that that they can do without interrupting our racing schedule. And, and then at the end of September, when our, mat, our, our meet wraps up, uh, there'll be full tilt. And, you know, you know, we'll start digging up the track and taking out the lights and <laughs> gearing up for an, an April completion. Oh, wow. And what are the tests that you're running right now? Uh, I, I'm not sure that's, you know, that our facilities manager handles that. Um, I, I think it was just a matter of just kind of checking the ground around, not, not as far as contamination or anything like that. Um, I think maybe exactly like how much has to be taken out. We've got a bunch of berms around the property that need to be taken out with the expansion of going out on each, each turn and, and then the backstretch is being pushed out. So 
I think it's just kind of the, you know, so the construction company and the earth movers know what they're dealing with. All right. And then now next Monday is industry day, which is, well, I remember industry day from the days of Elmira. That's how old I am. Right. So (laughs) I was there for the first one. 1990. 1990. I'm going to say I was there before that, but uh, (laughs) you know, but there wasn't one. So I was at the first one too, but talk about industry day and what makes it so important, not only, you know, to the, uh, to Grand River and before that to Elmira, but basically to the local community. Yeah, I mean, you know, back in the Meyer days, again, when it started in 1990, so we're, you know, this will be our 34th edition of it. Um, it's, you know, it's just an opportunity for, especially on a long weekend, for anybody anywhere that's willing to come out. And people come from a far distance, but also in the community. It just happens to be a big thing. I know back in the day, there was a lot of support from even local merchants, um, you know, there, there were, you know, multiple draws in that and, and there's still things of that nature, but it, it's just a, it's just a day put together with not just an amazing racing product and, and, you know, our best racing day of the year headlined, of course, by the battle of Waterloo, but a bunch of other big stakes races as well. But you've got a lot out for the families to come on out. It's just a great day to come out. And if you've never been to the racetrack, you can have some fun with the kids. There'll be lots of activities for them, lots of great food options. And it's just a nice day. And I know, you know, you talked about the weather and how, we, how we've been dealing with a lot of humidity and on and off inclement weather. At this point, I would really make a deal with the devil to give us 22 <laughs> degrees with mm-hmm. just a slight breeze for that entire afternoon program because it's our own only matinee of the year. We start at 1230 on August 7th. So I'm uh, excited about that. We'll have 11 races too. And that is the holiday Monday. So that's a bonus. Yeah. And I want to talk about one of your favorite events and i know this about you the wiener dog races wow it was, <laughs> so i got to, i this was my first year obviously working working it and it, it was as advertised um a thrill a lot of fun the the amount of people i mean i don't know exactly what we had but uh, estimates were between three and four thousand people oh. packed it and, and we had throughout the night there were shots on our um you know our broadcast and and i was getting constant messages from from people on social media saying, you know, it, 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 this looks like the little brown jug. And it was, it was so good to see. It was fantastic. Everybody had a great time. The weather, although threatened, did not bother us one bit. It actually ended up being a perfect night, which was awesome. And uh, I believe it was Gus who, who won it for the second consecutive year. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah. A lot of fun. Uh, We're actually thinking of going, maybe doing that twice a year starting ooh, next season. Oh, I think it's that's a great where, it's just such a it's just such a fun day, and and there's such a demand for it that uh, you know I I think we're going to try and, and see if we can maybe add a, a second a second running of that. And that demand may come straight from you, Chad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perhaps, <laughs> yeah. perhaps. Yeah, it's I, his I, favorite I event. These, <laughs> they have these cool wiener dog T-shirts they were selling too. They're actually they're they're a great design. Um, and maybe maybe that design will go on a hat next year too. I love it. All right. Well, let's on that note, let's talk about your marketing team at Grand River and the job that they are doing. Yeah, we've got a great team, uh, Louise Frost, and uh, you know she she's kind of our main marketing. You know we've we've got a great events team as well. You know with Danny and Brittany and and Jenna and and you know all all those girls are fantastic and. Um, you know, because Grand River does a lot of events, you know, outside of racing with weddings and, and, and whatnot, but they do a lot of radio and promotion of the, of the harness racing product. And, you know, and they're all girls that are 
excited to learn about the racing too. And so that's been fun to be able to teach them, um, you know, along the way. And uh, they, they just love to put on shows and, you know, it's, that's the thing that, you know, in, in the past was prevalent at every track and, you know, sadly it's, it's not at every track anymore where events are put on and, and we've got a team here that's excited to to do as many events as, as you know, the budget allows. And do you look local specifically or do you cast your eye out beyond local when it comes to thinking of ways to market the product? Yeah, I mean, you know, they I know they love doing these Google ads and mm. Google ads will reach everywhere, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, it's it's I don't understand the complete lingo of it, but. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I, it's basically, you know, yourself, if you're all of a sudden searching something on one site, well, now you'll go on somewhere else and it's just going to pop up. Well, that's kind of what's going to happen, you know, with Grand River and, you know, our wagering is up significantly this year and, uh, you know, we're just getting a lot more exposure. We're getting a lot more, you know, social push. I know I'm, you know, I've, I've got a pretty good, you know, push on social media, uh, you know, with my years on TV, there was just a bit of a following there and, and, you know, it certainly helps. And it's just a complete team effort that's really helped us, you know, just continue to, to build and, and get the, you know, more exposure for Grand River Raceway. And you said wagering is up. So what's the reason for that? And that's such great news. Yeah, no, you know what? I, I really do think that it's, um, I, again, I've got social push. Uh, you know, the, this day and age, it's, uh, you know, in, in being able to speak with betters on Twitter, um, you know, things like that and just promote the product and here's what we've got coming up. And I also on race nights, although I'm running around you know, to a lot of different places and I love to chat to people and, you know, be in the paddock and talking to horse people. One of my favorite things is, is going in the tote room where that's where we, we, we handle all things betting, you know, uh, setting the post times and shutting, shutting betting down when it needs to be shut down. There's a fine art in placing your races in spots that are advantageous to you in relation to post times at other venues that you feel are kind of your, you know, competitiveness. And it's not that you want to try and take business from another track. It's, it's about churn. You know, you'd, you'd like to kind of, okay, let this racetrack go. And then maybe six minutes after they cross the wire, you're going to the gate. It gives mm-hmm. everybody a good opportunity to kind of watch them then focus on us, play us, then go back to play them. And, and I have fun doing that. And, you know, it doesn't work perfectly every night. There's obviously some delays that arise at, at other venues in our venue. But for the most part, I mean, you know, June, the month of June, we were up, I think, 19% uh, versus uh, June last year. And so far this month, we're, we're up about 25% for our wagering. And, and we still have two more cards to go, including uh, in a couple of days, uh, or one more card to go, I should say. Uh, two, no, yes, and uh, in, including Monday's big one, which you know should should help us out with uh, the eliminations, and I think the handle will be great on that night. So I was going to ask you whether you've settled into your new position or not, but I think you just answered the question <laughs> for me. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you know what, I, I am, and it's it's I'm learning something new every day, and I'm I'm a believer that you're never too old to learn, and and I knew this would be learning, uh, but I'm, but I'm having fun doing it. Uh, I'm enjoying the people. It's, you know, the first couple of months where I was getting my feet wet, that was a little slow going and, and again, a learning process too. But I knew that once the racing started, you can get your hands on things and see the people back to the track. That was what I was really going to enjoy. And, and it's not disappointed. I've, I've, uh, you know, it's been very busy and hectic and there's been some chaos at times, but 
Um, but I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed every moment. And has is the pace really different from Woodbine? Do you know what? I there was a lot of prep that went into Woodbine to do my job well. You know, if you if you want to do things well on TV, you need to prep. You need to be prepared. We need to be prepared here as well every race night, but in a different way. But here it's just everything so much on the fly. You know, something could just arise that's a problem that, you know, oh, the Internet's out here or the lights aren't working here or the mm-hmm. rain's coming in the area. We've got to change this or that. And um, it's it, it's my nights fly by. I put in usually 12-hour days on race days, and it, it doesn't feel like I'm I'm there, that's for sure. But I wouldn't say the pace is necessarily slow, to be honest with you, because I feel like I'm doing a lot more. Well, before we let you go, Chad, put your fan cap on for, for one minute. And from a fan's perspective, what was the greatest horse race you ever watched? And does it still resonate today? Uh, greatest one I ever watched? Um, pro- probably, uh, you know, the, the NA Cup with some beach somewhere. Um, and, and that's, I, I, I'm not sure that'll, that'll pass me. To, like or anything will surpass that to be honest with you i mean he's such a great horse he had such a great following the kenny's call uh is iconic in that race um you know and shout out to our, our good friend ken middleton who as we know is recovering yeah um you know, from a from a training incident and um you know can't wait to see him back at the racetrack and, and hearing his voice again but uh and, and just the crowd was so massive you know it, it seemed that everybody was in his corner and and he didn't disappoint. So that, to me, was such an exciting race, um, you know, to watch. And, and I'm not sure I'll ever kind of, you know, you, they, they made the hair stand up on your arms. Hmm. You know what I find amazing, Chad? It's the camaraderie among everybody that we've spoken with in the horse racing industry. It really is quite phenomenal. There is such, it's such a tight-knit community and a very positive community. A, a million percent. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, you know... There are many people over the years, and that unfortunately will happen in the future too, where people get down on their luck, whether it be, let's say, a a training accident like Ken Middleton's just gone through or or whatever else, and they rally around each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, they might be competing against one another each and every race night, but do they ever rally around each other? And and I mean, within a matter of, of, of seconds, it seems. So it, it is, although they're competitive, and they, they all want to win their own races and, and beat one another. When anyone's in need, they're there to help. Chad, well said. Thanks for coming on again, and uh, good luck with the rest of the meet. Guys, uh, thanks again so much, and, and uh, hopefully we see you at a Grand River in the near future. So, again, Industry Day on the 7th, 1230, first race post time. That's a date. Beautifully done. <laughs> Perfect. You're very good at what you do, Chad. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you so guys. much. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you. And when we come back, new friend of the show, Woodbine trainer Steve Owens, is off to a winning start this season. So far, he joins us today on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Follow us on Twitter at 1059theregion. We'll be right back. 
Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. Pineview Hyundai, the smart choice of automobile dealerships, combining horses and horsepower. For over 35 years, the Romeo family has been a part of the Ontario thoroughbred racing industry, and they want to invite you to visit their Pineview dealership and view their award-winning Hyundai lineup today and take advantage of some hot summer savings deals. Come see us at 3790 Highway 7 in Vaughan. Call us at 905-851-2851 to make an appointment or visit our website, pineviewauto.com, and see why Pineview Hyundai remains the smart choice. Ontario Racing, the excitement of thoroughbred, standardbred, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds. One vision. This is 1059 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Amazing Woodbine trainer Steve Owens joins us today. It's the first time on the show and we couldn't be more excited about having him here. And Steve, you might say that he's having a quietly successful 2023 season. So let's talk about that and let's get our megaphones out and talk loud and clear about what kind of season he's having. Welcome to the show, Steve Owens. Good to have you with us. Well, thank you, Anne. Pleasure to be with you. Well, thanks for doing this, Steve. And let's uh, let's talk about the current year. You've had uh, five winners already and only 17 starters. That's that's 33% win percentage, and you've been in the money uh, percentage of 60% time. What do you attest this uh, success rate to? Well, we have a small outfit here at Woodbine. We're currently um, carrying about eight thoroughbreds, and um, and we're, we're managing them on a small scale, but uh, being able to choose the, the appropriate spots for them to race. And of the eight that you have, who has been the most successful so far for you? Well, so far this year, Super Sunday has uh, risen to the, the heights of the of the barn leader. Um, we we got to start her at a lower level and work her way up. Now you've trained the winners of over ten million, but I read somewhere that when you originally started out, you actually wanted to be a jockey. Is that true? Yeah, I, I was too too heavy at the time, but that that dream died real quick. Mm-hmm. But I became an exercise boy for quite a long time and learned the business from 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 the ground up. And what have you learned about the business as a trainer? Because that's a pretty pretty auspicious and and incredibly powerful position to be a trainer. 
Yeah, at Woodbine, I'm, I, at Woodbine, there's a there's a lot of trainers with smaller outfits, but um, I mean, you need to have the horse population to be a very successful trainer. Uh, we're we're currently, like I said, with a small outfit, but able to produce big numbers. But you also have a breeding operation too, right? So that kind of helps. That's correct. I mean, we try to breed Ontario sired to run in the Ontario sired races. Uh, we do buy the odd horse from uh, uh, the Keeneland sales, and uh, we're basically a small family-oriented uh, outfit. And can you describe that? So when you talk about a family-oriented outfit, you know, you think about Dynasty or or one of the the <laughs> the, the Kennedy Compound. <laughs> but so let's talk about that. Who's involved in the business? Where are you located? And what happens on your ranch? Or what happens at your stables? What happens at your farm? Yeah, so we have a small thirty-acre outfit in Kleinberg, Ontario, which is basically twenty minutes north of Woodbine, where we have an equisizer and turnouts for for our particular horses that we train. We take a few outside clients over the winter time, and um, we try to develop them um, for the start of the Woodbine campaign, which is usually shipping in to Woodbine uh, March the 1st. What's an equisizer? An equisizer is a machine that the horses um, train basically like a treadmill for a human being. Mm. So it, a horse will train on a, on a equisizer by themselves in an individual stall for an approximately 40 minutes, 20 minutes um, left and 20 minutes right with a 10-minute cooling down period at the end. And are there monitors attached to the horse so you can tell exactly what's happening within the, the equine athlete? No, that's basically what they're, why I'm there as their <laughs> trainer. I... I I can I can adjust the speed settings for the four that are on the the machine as I feel that they 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 need. Interesting. Yeah. Now, still talking about your farm and that. Talk about a horse by the name of Head Chopper and what he meant to your career, and why. Well, Head Chopper was a was a purchase out of the um, the yearling sales here in Canada, and I campaigned him until he was five. Um, he made three hundred eighty thousand dollars as a as a twenty five thousand dollar purchase. Um, he was uh, he still was a colt. So at the end of his racing career, which he retired fairly sound, um, I took him home to my farm in Kleinberg and began a family breeding operation with Head Chopper as the head guy, if you will. Uh, yeah, fortunately enough. <laughs> He was the lone stallion on the farm, <laughs> and he had 27 to 35 mares, and I would say 90% of them won races at Woodbine with his top-notch runner, uh, London Tower. How did you know that he was capable of, of that? Well, he had a pedigree. He was by Mutat Dien, hmm. uh, and the pedigree followed him. And he produced horses that were tough and able to win at any distance, turf, dirt, and tapita, and polytrack. Hmm. So he's a basic all-around stallion and producer. Unfortunately, we run a small outfit, 
we didn't really have the capabilities of promoting them on a larger scale. Take us back to the road to becoming a trainer. You had your first win, I think I believe it was 1989. You bought a horse by the name of Miss Octavia for $500, and she won her first race for you. And we're going back to Greenwood days. Mm-hmm. And she went on to earn around 90000 uh, Talk about that. And was there a trainer at that time that maybe you idolized and kind of pushed you to get into the training business? Well, basically... I was self-taught by um, myself showing up at Woodbine Racetrack with, uh, with, with the assumptions of looking for a part-time job as I was going to school. And I, I think because I was born over a betting shop in, in England, <laughs> I had that gambling itch to be part of the racing atmosphere. And living five minutes away in the town of Malton, um, it, it, that didn't help uh, help curb that appetite for for the thoroughbred. <laughs> so I want to talk about your skills as a trainer. What would you say helps you to stand apart from other trainers? Well, there's a lot of trainers at Woodbine, and they're all very capable. My specialty is developing young two-year-olds. Uh, I really love watching them grow and being like one-on-one with the capabilities of moving them through their ranks to producing a, a, a proper resource here at Woodbine. All right. And, and talking about horses that you developed, let's talk about one now that's uh, currently racing tomorrow in the Lake Superior Stakes, uh, Poulin and OT, which was named after women's hockey player Marie-Philip Poulin, right? Uh, what's What's the story? How did that name come about? Why? And, and, and just talk about the horse in general. Yeah, so Poulain and OT was named after the hockey player. Um, basically, we were sitting at the kitchen table one day, throwing out some names that we were looking for for our uh, younger horses. And we seemed to have like a little get-together on Saturdays with a couple of uh, our, our friends that really like uh, to play cards. So the girls would be sitting at the kitchen table and we needed a name for, for one of our uh, two-year-olds. And it just happened that he was a gelding and, a, and we were, one of the girls came out with a, a female hockey player's <laughs> name because her, her herself is a hockey player. And we came out with Poulan in OT because Poulan in OT, the hockey player, scored nothing but goals and was a champion gold medal performer. That's fantastic. You know, uh, it is Saturday morning, and I think you're at Woodbine right now. I can hear a lot of activity going on around you. What, what's happening this Saturday morning? Yeah, so we just finished training here at Woodbine, and uh, they're doing the current rundown for for um, the races next week. So, um we're we're basically um, waiting for the afternoon shift to start. We're at one o'clock. The post time for Woodbine, uh, the the races will begin, and the the uh, the day will start once again. And have you got horses entered today? I know you're you're very busy tomorrow with two stakes races. But what about today? No, we're very quiet up until uh, until tomorrow when Poulan and OT and Super Sunday. Uh, will be running in their 
perspective to fake races. When we first came on, we talked about how yours is a family operation. It's a family-run business. Uh, talk about the family that's involved with you. Yeah, well, there's uh, we have a 30-acre farm, and um, basically everybody helps out a little bit in whatever way they can. My wife, she does the book, Beverly. My daughter and her... Uh, her uh, boyfriend, they do a little morning feed for us whenever we need to. We have a, a, a farm manager that uh, comes in daily and he feeds the outside horses. In the wintertime, we ha- have the staff of Woodbine come to, to Kleinberg Farm and um, they produce the, the, the majority of the, um, the, majority of the uh, daily chores over the wintertime. And do you ever reach out to buy? A little bit later on this show, we're going to be speaking with the CTHS Ontario GM about the yearling sale that's going on at the end of August. Do you, do you attend those events? Yeah, I attend them uh, every year. And uh, we didn't have any young um, yearlings to, to break this year. So last year at the September sale, I bought a little filly by... Um, by uh, Jimmy Creed, and we named her, she was hip number 99. So mm-hmm. at the time of the yearling sales last year, Aaron Judge was uh, going on his cycle for the most home runs around. So right her, on, hmm. right her on. Num- <laughs> her, her hip number was 99. I guess what we named her, we named her You Be the Judge. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. And she's had one start. Um, last month, uh, she had a very good third place finish, had a little bit of a tough trip with a prejudice rider, Sophia Vivez, mm-hmm. and we pointed her to the yearling sale, which is a $200,000, uh, race for two year old fillies going six and a half furlongs on, uh, um, August 29th. Steve, you've been in the business for quite a while and you've obviously trained and owned a bunch of horses, a lot of horses, a lot of good horses. If you had to just name one that made the most to your career, who would that have been? The most satisfying horse that I that I have been able to train would would have been um, would have been Head Chopper because it developed him from nothing up until to being a stakes winner and a went on to be a, a stallion. That that has kept me going in the business for multiple years, and has produced some, you know, really good solid uh, runners of, of all class and all distances. And every time I seem to need a little pick me up, one of his offsprings will always rise to the occasion, such as London Tower, and um, and pull us to the next level. Woodbine trainer Steve Owens, it's been a pleasure. Good luck tomorrow. And and one quick question from me. Will you join us again? Was this first endeavor, this first foray into uh, Ponies 24-7 been okay for you? Yeah, it's been lovely. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> yeah, he's a friend of his show now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Oh, you're very welcome. Enjoy and have a great day. Thank you. After the break, when we come back, CTHS Ontario GM Deborah Arendt joins us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine.
Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Live Harness Racing continues at the Meadowlands Racetrack every Friday and Saturday evening with a post time of 6.20 p.m. The Meadowlands Championship Meet concludes on August 5th where all eyes will be on the famed $1 million Hamiltonian, headlining an exceptional day of stakes events with a special post time of 12 noon. Watch and wager on all the Big M's exciting harness racing actions through your HPI Bet account and Dark Horse app and be part of the Meadowlands Racing Experience. Visit PlayMeadowlands.com for racing details. Are you looking for a reliable propane supplier for your home or business? Look no further than RS Bulk Propane, Canadian owned and family operated. With our premium propane solutions, you'll experience warmth like never before. We offer competitive prices, automated deliveries, and exceptional customer service. Don't let the cold get the best of you. Stay cozy with RS Bulk Propane. Visit rspropane.com or call us today at 855-225-0225. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with hpibet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to hpibet.com to join for free today. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine. Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Another soon-to-be friend of the show, we're thrilled about this, Deborah Arrett joins us. So in a moment, she's going to update us on the CTHS yearling sale at the Woodbine Sales Pavilion that's coming up at the end of August. She'll also tell us all about what CTHS is doing and what it means. Hi, great to have you with us, Deborah. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to say hello for the first time to you. Thank you for the offer to join you guys today. Let's talk about yourself first and your role with the Canadian Thoroughbred Horse Society's Ontario Division. You're a director, right? As well as you help out with the marketing, correct? So um, I've actually taken over the general manager uh, role here at the CTHS Ontario office. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. And so what does that, what does that entail? What is different from, uh, from being a director? That seems like a lot more responsibility, Deborah. It's a day-to-day role. It's working with the consigners. It's working with the breeders and the owners. Our primary responsibility is to deliver two sales a year, both the yearling sale and the mixed sale. What would be the mandate then for the um, for the CTHS Ontario? What you know, they work with the breeders, they run the sales. What else do they do? So there's two. There's a national office here as well, and they handle all the registration and making sure that all the thoroughbred foals are registered. We have a membership of about uh, 300 members in Ontario. And so to just to make sure that the, their registrations are um, so that when you sell a yearling, 
uh, you are selling your registered thoroughbred. So you're kind of keeping an eye on everything that's transpiring and making sure that all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. Can we talk about the upcoming yearling sale? This is happening at the end of August, so we've got a little time to sort of digest what you're going to tell us. But can you describe exactly what happens and, and who's a part of it? Lots of great people uh, provide us with input and and horses for this. So we have breeders who have bred Ontario uh, foals, and they're now yearlings. They work with consigners to sell their horses. And the CTHS, working with Woodbine Entertainment, um, offer the auction, the sale of the horses on the 30th. So it's, there's a lot of people involved. And then, of course, we've got our buyer community, and we're pulling from, you know, uh, a large pool of trainers, owners of horses, racehorses. So they're looking for their next their next champion. Hmm. And I guess for newcomers to our show, you could say, the yearling sale was the, uh, the sale that Pink Lloyd sold at uh, a few years back, correct? Absolutely. That is our star. <laughs> <laughs> he's being he's being inducted into the uh, Canadian Horse Hall of Fame in August. Um, we're we're very very proud. And Deborah, is there a bit of a backstory when it comes to that particular sale? Do you remember how it all came came about and what went down? I mean, I've been associated with this um, the yearling sale. It, it, my father was a breeder. So I attended them from a young, young age. It was an event, you know, many years ago, it was over three, four days. Um, And so now we are pleased that this year's sale um, has 250 horses. So we're we're growing in strength again, which is very, very positive. So that that 250 is, is, I believe, up from last year, isn't it? Yes, last year we cataloged 208, so we've attracted approximately 50 additional horses this year, which is, we thank the breeders for um, bringing their horses to be sold here in Ontario. And to what do you attribute that increase in numbers? I think I think that we um, demonstrated last year that there is a, still a strong buyer community and um, that they want to sell here. I think the the exchange rate has a lot to do with it. When you go to sell in Kentucky, um, you have to add thirty percent to all your expenses. Yeah, that that's that's something to keep in mind. It sure yeah. is. Yeah. So, uh, when are the catalogs for the sale going to be available, Deborah? And if people are interested in getting a copy, how would they go about doing this? Our online catalog. So cthsont.com will go live on Monday at 1 o'clock and our actual physical catalog will be mailed um, to approximately 1,200 people who have made catalog requests on our website throughout, throughout the year and, um, and then you can get them at our offices here at the uh, Woodbine Racetrack. Deborah, we're radio, so we can't see, but can you describe what actually happens during a yearling sale? It's kind of from start to finish. 
So it's it's a really the sale happens in one day, but it's a four day process. Um, the yearlings, the consigners, owners ship in on the Sunday afternoon, and with the goal of having their horses ready to be shown to potential buyers on Monday through Wednesday, and that process is. Uh, buyers come and based on the catalog pages, they go to the consigner um, and ask to see that yearling. And they could see, you know, many horses at that consigner or go to another consigner. We have six barns um, that we will be occupying and what throughout do, the day. What do the potential buyers look for? And are they looking at confirmation? Are they looking at, at the yearling's history, although it's very minimal at that point? What do they look for in a in a in a yearling? Some are looking for um, yearlings that are by a certain sire or from a certain bloodline, from a, out of a dam that was a stakes winner herself or out of a solid family. So you have a pedigree that is, has multiple dams and you can see that basically the history of, of what that family has produced. And then, of course, there's the confirmation aspect. It's a different criteria for everybody. So if somebody, Deborah, was listening to the show today and they thought that it was kind of cool to maybe go to the yearling sale and, and buy a yearling or maybe a piece of a yearling, how did they go about doing that? Do they call you guys up and say, yeah, I'm interested. Can you hook me up with somebody? Or how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. Give us a call. We'll go to our website, cphsont.com, and there's a ton of resources there and contacts of people, consigners, or, or people that will help you uh, get involved. Contact our office at 416-675-3602, and I'll put you in contact with somebody that can help you walk through the process. And if you can't do that before the sale, come to the sale and ask for assistance at the front, uh, front gate and someone will, will be assigned to you to help you uh, navigate the day. Deborah, you talked about a, a sort of a family connection to all of this. Can we go back in time and understand a little bit more about your passion for horses, number one, because I'm sure it's there, but also how you got involved with CTHS? Um, yes, as I said earlier, my dad was a small breeder uh, in the Caledon, uh, Orangeville area, and I've always been uh, admired the CTHS for that one key contact that the breeder had. And uh, as a director, I wanted to be able to um, support them and give back to the breeder community and try to um, increase our, our profile. And um, that's how, really how I got involved. And then when Julie, who had been here for 29 years, uh, was moving to the national side, there was an opening and it just coincided with what I was doing at the time. So getting to leverage 35 years of corporate experience with my love of horses. Do you notice basically a resurgence in interest in thoroughbred horse racing now and ownership and, and just getting involved into the whole sport? 
I think it's it's becoming, um, you know, we see a younger demographic getting involved, and that's very, very positive for our industry um, because the number of our, our members are, are, you know, they have no one to turn their farms over, and there will be some farms that will close and have closed uh, recently, and so we would be looking for the next generation to carry on this great sport. And the next generation of champions, as you mentioned, Pink Lloyd went through this system. What have you got your eye on, or who do you have your eye on for August the 30th for the next yearling sale? There's a host of great yearlings that are that have full brothers or half-sisters, half-brothers, um, that people will be interested in seeing. You know, they, there's they're, not everybody can be Pink Lloyd, but there's been some solid graduates we have that um, they'll want part of, you know, to own part of a, a yearling potentially that has had some, some good success in the past. Well, Deborah, before we let you go, I'm just going to give you an opportunity to promote the sale one more time. So anybody that's interested in getting a catalog or attending the sale or maybe becoming an owner and uh, any other information. So, yeah, I recommend you go to our website at cthsont.com. And there you will, you're prompted if you want a catalog. There's a, an opportunity for you to send us your information and uh, we'll get one out to you as soon as possible. If you're looking for other information, please give us a call at 416-675-3602. And we look forward to hearing from you. And we're glad to have heard from you just now, Deborah Arat, GM, CTHS, Ontario Division. Thanks so much for joining us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Thank you so much for having me. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America, including Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and, of course, some racing at several other North American tracks. So please make sure your HPI accounts and Dark Horse app are ready to work overtime today. Stay with us for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to ontarioracing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering platform and the Dark Horse app the best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing. Three breeds, one vision. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA promotes the exchange of ideas to further advance, market and preserve live racing in Ontario while offering new thoroughbred ownership opportunities. Membership to the HBPA is free for owners and trainers. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. 
Pineview Hyundai, the smart choice of automobile dealerships, combining horses and horsepower. For over 35 years, the Romeo family has been a part of the Ontario thoroughbred racing industry, and they want to invite you to visit their Pineview dealership and view their award-winning Hyundai lineup today and take advantage of some hot summer savings deals. Come see us at 3790 Highway 7 in Vaughan. Call us at 905-851-2851 to make an appointment or visit our website, pineviewauto.com, and see why Pineview Hyundai remains the smart choice. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and potential betting gems, as lucky, lovely Larry gives us his Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. I have the feeling that you're going to be a winner from top to bottom. I hope so. (laughs) You do. I hope so. But uh, let's start at Woodbine. Uh, Woodbine has a 10-race card today, including the Grade 2 Seagram Cup Stakes. Race 6, though, is a maiden special weight for 2-year-olds, 6 furlongs on the tapita surface for a purse of $111,600. A full field of 12 plus 2 also eligibles are entered. And when you're talking 2-year-olds, you need to go with the hot hand in trainer Kevin Natard, also friend of the show, who continues to have great success at Woodbine in 2-year-old races. Today, he saddles number 7, War Painter, who comes into today's first start with five well-spaced workouts, two at three furlongs, three at four furlongs, and then on July 22nd, a five furlong breeze of 101 and four. Kevin Attard has continued to have great success with two-year-olds at Woodbine Meet, and today's sixth race looks to have the same result with this two-year-old son of Danish Dynaform performing first on top. So Woodbine race six, number seven, War Painter. Delmar has an 11-race card today, including the running of the Grade 1 Bing Crosby Stakes. We're back to the great stakes names now, right at Delmar's. So uh, race 2 is five furlongs on the turf for 3-year-olds and up, a purse of $84,000. Ten horses have been entered, including number 1, Standing O, who comes into this race after a nightmarish trip in his last start, which was back on May 7th at Santa Anita. In that race, Standing O was bet down to favoritism, and sat off the pace, got bumped from another competitor, went to the inside and got bumped again, then bumped by another rival, and then got boxed in, then finished well after getting out of the boxed in to get up for second. So since that last start, Standing O has worked five times at Los Alamitos, including his last on July 22nd, five furlongs and 59 and two handily. Actually, Standing O shows three five furlong works going into today's race, and with a better trip, he should be right there today. So Delmar, race two, number one, standing O. Woodbine Mohawk Park has a 10-race card tonight. Race five is a one-mile pace for a purse of $16,000. Ten horses have been entered, including number five, Fabrizio N., who actually was a pony's selection of mine several weeks ago, and he never fired in that race. But last week, he seemed to put it all together, where he parked at the quarter pole, had the lead at the half, gave up the lead at the three quarters, and then removed in the stretch to finish second, only beating the nose. Fabrizio N. is a prime example of a two-move horse, which usually sets them up for good performance their next start, and I'm expecting that to happen tonight. So Woodbine Mohawk Park, race five, number five, Fabrizio N.
Larry Simpson, thank you always. I look forward to being with you next week for Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Hey, a big shout-out to Mark at Fans of Horse Racing. Hey, Mark. (laughs) And goodbye, and thank you all for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Just a wee reminder, if you would like to receive a free digital copy of the current issue of Ponies 24-7 magazine, and a new one will be released shortly, please email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. And don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign, Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash ponies, and please donate to this cause. Stay with 105.9 The Region all weekend long. Thanks for that. (laughs) And thank you for listening. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Ann Romer and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8 for more from the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.